<laughs> hey, how's it going? This is Robert, and I'm hoping this message finds you in the very best of health and spirits. Today, I just want to follow up on one of my earlier podcasts. I was sharing a story about my brother and I when we got together in Pennsylvania, and he was you know, telling me how proud he was of me, and we were talking about, you know, some of the things that I had accomplished, and um, I was sharing with him, you know, the journey, and that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit today, because I'm I'm sure any of you or most of you who are listening to this podcast, you've been on some type of journey. Now, whether you've opened the door that you've been trying to open, or you've got on the path that you wanted to path, or the path that you wanted to be on, excuse me, um, I just want to talk about, you know, the journey itself and, and how we manage the journey. A lot of times when things happen, as you step out on faith on um, a new project, new job, um, new relationship, whatever your journey is, um, I want you to think about, you know, how you got there and some of the things that maybe you weren't so sure of before you started. So let's let's look at it this way. Let's start with the relationship. If you're starting a new relationship, let's take a look at maybe in some of your older relationships. Did you learn anything from those relationships? Were you too aggressive? Were you too passive? Were you too open too early? And when I say that, I don't mean to be dishonest. I mean sharing everything about yourself on the first date may not be the best thing to do but over time as you start to build rapport and trust with the person that you're meeting then you you know you gradually start sharing more about your personal life and and the things that you know you enjoy doing and and your family and the people you love and the things you love so those are the types of things when we're talking about journey that we want to always go back and look at because for everything that happens in your life, there's a reason. And for everything that you may think is a failure or a victory, there's an opportunity for learning. And I, I'm so sure, at least in my own life, when I go back or when I reflect on some of the things I've done, good and bad, because I want to tell you right now, um, I try to be a, a good person. I try to live the life of a saint. But the truth of the matter is I'm human. I make mistakes. I say things. I do things that... Um, sometimes I wish I'd not done, but at the end of the day, I do try to be a good person. And I suspect that most of you who are listening to this podcast are probably in the same boat. You, you are generally a good person and you've probably asked yourself on more than one occasion, why do bad things happen to you? Or why do bad things happen to perhaps some of the people, you know, who you feel are good people or that, you know, you, you just feel like they need a break or, or they never get a break. So those are some of the things that, you know, we, we have to look at, you know, objectively and just tell ourselves that whatever the situation, whatever the situation, there's something that can be learned. And and I know that's hard to grasp right now, and I'll, I'll try and talk about it in another podcast, but I want to cover some of these other things as well. Let's take a look at um, businesses. Um, if there's anyone on the podcast that's ever started a business that's in a business or um, who's had businesses that haven't done well but have kept trying, you have to ask yourself, why were you trying to start that business? 
because when you truly understand the why and you're committed to the why, in most cases, you'll have more success. Now, I know there's some doubters out there that are probably saying that doesn't make any sense. Why will we get in the business to not be successful? That's not what I'm asking you, and that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is when you go into business, do you have a purpose? Now, that question could be answered a lot of ways. You might say to yourself that I've gone into business because I want to make more money. Or if I have a business, I'm in business because the services that I provide or the products I provide, I believe that they're superior. I think they're a good quality and I think they provide people value. And at the end of the day, I get paid for performing those services or providing those products. But guess what? That still doesn't answer the question why you started that business. Those are all the operational components that are attached to the business. But why did you do it? So let's try again. What if I said, why did you try and start that business? Or why are you starting that business? Or why are you in business? And you answered with, because I want financial freedom. Or I'm been always working at a nine to five and I want to have the flexibility to to maybe only work half uh, you know six months out of the year instead of the whole year or maybe you just want to be able to come and go as you want and not have to worry about punching a clock but yet still be able to generate the finances that you need in order to take care of yourself and your loved ones that's the type of answer that I was looking for and that's the type of answer that you need to find within yourself because sometimes the obvious isn't so obvious and sometimes the reasons aren't the true reason for why we do things so I'm just going to tell you from my own perspective when I went into business I, I didn't go into business because I was looking to make a lot of money for me it was more important to spend more time with my family than it was to make more money and at the time I was making a pretty decent salary I was working for a fortune 500 company but here's the thing in that race, in the corporate race, I had to compete with others. I had to give up weekends. I had to be on call. I had to drive strategy. I had to uh, do a lot of things that kept me away from my family. And there were some pros and cons with that. The, the pros were I got to learn a lot. I got to meet some really, really good people, um, smart people, exciting people, and some really good friends at the end of the day. And then the company that I worked for, the culture was actually pretty good. But then when I look at the cons, I looked at the hours I was working. I was looking at the pay I was receiving. And I was also, more importantly, looking at the time I got to spend with my family. And it seemed like the, the better I did at work, the less time I was spending at home. If you can see the picture that I'm painting, then, you know, is that the level of success, success that you really want? For some people, it is. And, and if that's what makes you happy, I am not knocking it. What I am saying, again, from my own perspective is that's not happiness for me. It's it's basically surviving, right? It's I've got a job. That job pays me money. And and one of the things I always tell people, especially my, my kids, because they're always saying, well, I have a job and they want me to do this. I said, no, they don't want you to do something. I said, when you get hired, it was a two-way agreement. They had a need for resource, and you have a need f for money for whatever purpose, to pay your bills, to buy clothes, whatever the case is. But 
whenever you enter into an offer or a job, it's two ways. And that's the way you have to go into it. Two parties have two different needs. For the company you work for, they have needs and responsibilities that help to run the operations of their business, which they're hoping you can feel. And if you don't have the skill sets, which you can learn quickly. On the other hand, when you're looking for a job, you're looking for a job that, for various reasons, you're looking for a job that's maybe closer to home. You're looking for a job that's going to pay you more money, one that's going to offer you more opportunities, one that's going to allow you to maybe go to school and work. Whatever that is, then those are some of the things you have to weigh. But, But getting back to what we were talking about in terms of, you know, measuring success and rewards and when I was working that job, the corporate job, and there have been many, um, I've held different positions from the bottom to the top, and at the truth of the matter is they're all the same. The only difference with those jobs is some of the responsibilities and the amount of pay. I still had s- some similar or commonalities with each job. For instance, I was still working a set number of hours each week, each day. I still had a set you know, number of responsibilities that I had to do. I was still, more importantly, losing time with my family, quality time with my family, because I was spending more time on the job um, so that I could have more money or get more vacation time or, or be able to have more visibility in the job I was working so that more opportunities would be presented. So, again, it goes back to one of the things we talked about in the in an earlier podcast is what is it that you truly want? What is it that you, you really want out of your job? Or what is it that you really want if you want to be an entrepreneur, out of entrepreneurship? What is it that you want? What really makes you happy? Um, and again, I, th- I think I had mentioned in my earlier podcast, and I'll say it again in this one, is for me, it's, it's simple. I mean, if, if I can have the financial freedom I want, meaning to to get paid what I want to get paid for the work that I want to do for the time when I want to do it and not have to compromise the time I want to have with my family and loved ones and, you know, with other people within my community. That is a win-win all the way around. That's That, to me, is the ideal solution. That's the ideal situation. So how do you get there? I'm going to talk about that in another podcast because I'm probably not going to be able to cover all of that today. But what I'm saying is this. If if you've had opportunities to start a business or to be involved with a business, at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. Am I being fulfilled? Are my needs truly being met? And this is where you have to really get deep and honest with yourself. And when I say honest with yourself, that's where it really starts. You have to be honest with yourself. If you're working in a job and you're making 50 grand and you're, you know, living in a great community, you've got a great home and you're able to spend time with your family and you don't have any complaints, then guess what? You're, you're, you're fine where you're at. You've already found the level of success that you were searching for. And if that's you, that's great. That's awesome. But if it's not you, if you're a person who's still out there looking for the perfect job or still looking for that perfect opportunity are still trying to get your business to get over the hump so that you're not just breaking even all the time. Or you're that person who's not thinking about having a business, just trying to, you know, have some better relationships or or have some better opportunities in your life. There are ways of getting those things 
where it's not going to cost you a lot of money. There are ways of doing these things where you can have better relationships. You can have better jobs. You can have better of any any of these things that I just mentioned and some that I haven't without compromising your morals and your beliefs. And t- and that's one of the other things that I'll probably be talking about in another cast is, you know, your moral compass to me is, is one of the things that guides you in the decisions that you make every day. So when you're out there and you're thinking about, you know, your next move, make sure you're plugging in that moral compass. Make sure that you're spiritually on a solid foundation for what's best not only for you, but the people in your life, your family, for your friends, for your community. But at the end of the day, you need to be happy. Because if you're not happy, you, you can't make other people happy. Or you can try, but for most, in most cases, if you're not happy, it's, it's more difficult, I should say, to try and make other people happy. So if you don't do anything else, or if you don't get anything else out of this message, I want you to do something for me. I want you to go to a mirror. And I want you to look at yourself. And don't say anything. Just look at yourself. Really look at yourself. And then I want you to ask yourself a question. Are you happy? And I want you to be honest. And then I want you to ask yourself again. Am I truly happy? Now if you've answered both of those questions yes. Then the next question would be. What else can I do so that I can make someone else happy? Or if you answer no to those questions, you might want to say, what obstacles am I facing or that I'm not you know, being honest about that are preventing me from being happy? And I, I know this is a little deep, but these questions need to be asked by every person. Um, the only way to truly understand who you are and, and where you're trying to go You have to take a step back and understand first who you are and what you want. When you understand who you are and what you truly want, and when I say that, I I say it holistically, meaning everything in life that makes you happy, everything in life that is ideal in terms of location, in terms of finances, in terms of relationship, in terms of your physicality, your mentality, your spirituality, all of those factors. If you've got, you know, the green light on all of those, then you are in a great place. If you're not, you know, having green lights for all of those, that's okay. Um, for my understanding, there's only one person that's ever walked this earth that was perfect, and that was Jesus. So you're going to have faults, but here's the thing. Your faults can be corrected. That's right. I said it. Your faults can be corrected. And here's another thing. Maybe they're not faults. Maybe this is a word I like. I I try not to see things as faults or failure, but more as opportunity. Things happen, and I've said this in (laughs) several podcasts, things happen for a reason. And we don't always understand clearly or holistically what how they, you know, are integrated into not just your life, but the lives of others. But here's the thing. They do happen for a reason. The question you have to ask is, why did it happen to you at that moment and at that time? And the other thing you have to ask yourself is, am I ready to to learn whatever lesson it is that I'm supposed to learn right now? That, to me, is part of learning who you really are. 
and what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to help yourself and more importantly serve others as well so i'm gonna leave you with a woo and i hope to talk to you soon so be good be blessed and um remember you can unlock the woo in you <laughs>